You're listening to Soundbites, a podcast by the Arkansas Philharmonic Orchestra to share, inspire, and empower our classical music community here in Northwest Arkansas and beyond. My name is Erjing Kong, your host for the podcast and concertmaster of APO. Today's episode will serve as a part two to the previous episode regarding artists' responses to the current events of their time, finding art to be the only medium at times when words fail to express the depth of our feeling. It was the summer of 2014, the summer when Michael Brown was shot and killed by a white police officer in Ferguson, Missouri, and Eric Garner died in a chokehold during a botched arrest on Staten Island. Reeling, Joel Thompson was trying to find a way to channel his sadness and anger. He eventually took the final words of Mr. Brown and Mr. Garner and five other unarmed black men who had been killed during encounters with the police, Kenneth Chamberlain, Trayvon Martin, Amado Diallo, Oscar Grant, and John Crawford, and set them to music for choir. When he was finished, he put the piece away because he didn't think of himself as a composer back then. He was pursuing a degree in choral conducting and said, quote, I did not think anyone would hear it. I didn't think anyone would listen to it or even want to listen to it. An Emmy Award winning composer, educator, pianist, and conductor, Joel Thompson was born in 1988 and is from Atlanta, Georgia. His work, Seven Last Words of the Unarmed, might have stayed in Mr. Thompson's computer had Freddie Gray, a 25-year-old black man, not died of a severe spinal cord injury the following year while in police custody in Baltimore. Mr. Gray's death inspired Mr. Thompson to post on social media, asking if there might be anyone interested in helping him bring his piece to life. Mr. Thompson's piece echoes the liturgical structure of Haydn's The Seven Last Words of Christ. The first movement is a setting of why do you have your guns out? The final words of Kenneth Chamberlain Sr., who was shot and killed by a bullet from an officer in White Plains in 2011. After moving through the words of Trayvon Martin, Amado Diallo, Michael Brown, Oscar Grant, and John Crawford, the final section is a stirring rendering of Mr. Garner's words, now a rallying cry, I can't breathe. Now in the wake of the murder of George Floyd, the work is finding new and newly enthusiastic listeners. Let's listen to excerpts from each of the seven movements. The first movement features the last words of Kenneth Chamberlain Sr., a retired Marine and a 20-year veteran of the Westchester County Department of Corrections. Why do you have your guns out?
Trayvon Martin, age 16, from Miami Gardens, Florida. What are you following me for? Amado Diallo, age 22, from New York City, an unarmed West African immigrant with no criminal record. Mom, I'm going to college. Michael Brown, age 18, from Ferguson, Missouri. I don't have a gun. Stop shooting.
Oscar Grant, age 22, from Oakland, California. You shot me. You shot me. John Crawford III, age 22, from Beaver Creek, Ohio. It's not real. Eric Garner, age 43, from Staten Island. I can't breathe.
Classical music has always been presented to me as a universal and apolitical art form. Or at least, I've been told that it is at its best when it remains apolitical, perhaps to untether itself to the here and now, thereby remaining timeless. But then I listen to works like this, Seven Last Words of the Unarmed, and can't help but wonder if classical music could not greatly expand its consciousness by opening its doors more to invite current events and all matters that concern the here and now, now and here, to engage in the present moment, to show up to the values, events, and issues that so greatly affect our lives today. If music is often the thing that helps create spaces for us to feel, to allow us permission to wail, to scream, to celebrate, to protest, to explore the deeper meanings of our humanity, why are we, as classical music lovers and classical music practitioners, not more willing to roll up our sleeves and engage? I know that for me, I've been for too long sleepwalking through my craft and look forward to shaping classical music's potential evolution in inclusive narratives. I invite you, fellow musicians, art patrons and supporters, administrators and stakeholders, to join me to consider your values, to articulate your vision for a more equitable world, and your contributions in supporting that vision. Thank you for tuning in to APO's Soundbites. If you enjoyed the episode, please share and tell your friends. More information about APO can be found on their website, arphil.org, A-R-P-H-I-L dot O-R-G, 
as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Please join us again next time for more explorations in the rich world of classical music.